Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Miracle Mindset. I have with me a very special guest today. This is Jess Bailey. As you can see, she's immaculately dressed, and that is because she is one of my favorite fashion influencers ever. She's a content creator. She's based here in Los Angeles, and we're lucky enough to have her here on the podcast today. So thank you so much for sitting down with us. Of course. This is my pleasure. So I start the podcast every single episode by asking our guests, what is the best piece of advice you've ever received? I guess for me, it's not necessarily a piece of advice, but my favorite quote that I learned um, in grad school was, luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Mm -hmm. And I love that because so many people, you know, they'll see people grow and be successful and they always say, oh, well, they're just lucky. And it's like, Mm -hmm. no, 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 like no one in life is lucky. There are some people who are lucky. Okay, Mm -hmm. I'll give it to them. but. For the most part, people are still working so hard and grinding, grinding, grinding. Mm -hmm. And like all of that work is your preparation. And then you'll be met with some sort of opportunity, like when it's God's timing or when, you know, when everything is aligned and then you'll like make it big and you'll just pop off. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people see that as like, oh, you, you just you got a good break. It's like, no, there is so much back end. And so. That is always me. It helps humble myself. And then if I want to ever compare myself to other people, I also have to remember it's not, they're not there because they're lucky. They're there because they worked just as hard as everyone else's. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Yeah. That's great. I love those little quotes, you know? Yeah. And, and like you just said, the opportunity only comes if you're consistent. Exactly. You know, like yeah. of course, sometimes you have a lucky break, like you might've been one of the first on TikTok and you blow up. <laughs> but for, for most of us, it, consistency is key. Yeah. So. That's great advice. So as you can see, I mentioned you're dressed incredibly. Um, (laughs) Jess has a YouTube where she posts incredible content with her partner or husband, I should say, Tyler. And um, you also post about your style. Now I would love some advice because you have more of like a streetwear, cool girl style than I do. You guys know I like the chic kind of. (laughs) So what advice have you got for all of us and people at home who are wanting to kind of have that cool girl closet? Cause I need this advice too. Like what are the staple pieces that you have? I try to think like tomboy chic or like tom girl chic. So Tyler luckily also is into street style. So sometimes I'll like go in his closet and find something and kind of pull inspiration from Literally it. Literally me today. This is, this is <laughs> Alex's jacket. We're working about me today. Yeah. And I also feel like timeless kind of cool street fashion is a lot of vintage pieces that have kind of you know just always been a staple like letterman jackets you know our parents wore these in high school like this is like a forever and like oversized a lot of oversized stuff but cuts and quality and weight that looks nice not Mm -hmm. thin flimsy Mm -hmm. materials but like a thick quality leather jacket i mean my oversized ones i've had i don't know since like i don't know four years ago five years ago and i'll still get asked questions of like where is it from i'm like it's just it's vintage and like you know but those pieces they make every they can make the most boring outfit look so cool Mm -hmm. um and i feel like shoes and boots like a cool pair of boots can also make 
a black tee and jeans like look so, so cool. So elevated. Yeah, so elevated. And then sneakers, like yeah. everyone's always gonna wear sneakers. Yes. Yeah, we love we love sneakers. So is there like a is there a go-to pair of sneakers that you would recommend? Like just like a cool starter a starter pair? Because for me, I'm always in my my Air Forces. <laughs> These are so Alex saw them just say he's like, we need to clean them. And you can tell I'm not a sneakerhead because I yeah. should notice these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I yeah. have a couple of nice pairs, but for mm. me, um, yeah. So I, I'm going to be listening. Is there like a is there like a pair of like kind of like you know mid rise like Jordans or something that you love? I oh, it's hard because I feel like I go through seasons and there's always staples for yeah. seasons. But then it's like, is it really a staple if it's a seasonal staple? Yeah. I don't know, but. I feel like a pair of black and white, like low dunks is, that'll just go with anything. Yeah. You know, sportswear, sweats, you know, if you wanna do like black leather pants yeah. or just like shorts or whatever, like a big tee. Mm -hmm. um, I wear these a lot. These are also like so worn. But Reeboks. The Reeboks, I think this is the Club C's. Mm -hmm. These are like an old vintage pair, but like people have been wearing them for years and years and still wearing them. So I don't know if this is the same for you, but I'm, I'm actually pretty short. And I, because my legs are kind of short, I don't love to wear the mid-rise. They, they cut me off. They make yes. you look shorter. So, so a little, little hack that I use because I'm, because I'm like trying to elongate my legs and that's something that mm -hmm. I like to do mm -hmm. is I always wear something that like kind of is either low or like, you know, yes. not, not the high rise. Mm -hmm. So that, that's what I personally do. I don't know if you do that as well. I do do that. Um, another hack is, cause even with my Doc Martens, cause yeah. I love them, but they, they cut yeah, my leg yeah. off. So what I actually do, it's probably so weird. I'll like move the tongue to the side. So it like automatically gives your leg a little bit more of a V. And then like you, it, it automatically deducts the cut off of mm -hmm. your leg. And it, it sounds so weird, but even with certain boots, if it's just straight and it cuts here, it looks terrible. But like cowboy boots for me, I love because yeah. when it has that big, like low V, it just makes your leg look longer. So yeah. that's, I do that with all my high tops. I'll just literally shove the tongue this to the side. <laughs> Next, you can <laughs> see on my Instagram, I'm like, oh, I know, like this. Yeah. It's those little touches like that make, you want to make your outfit look effortless, yeah. even though it's, you put effort into it, yeah. but that's always the key. You want to just look like you just threw it on yeah. and it's like, you're ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I uh, named my handle that. Mm -hmm. Cause we always be like, Oh, how did you think of that? I like outfit. I'm like, I don't know. I just threw it on. Like yeah. I, I don't really put too much effort into my outfits. I'll just look and, and it be just like, works. yeah. Like I dress according mm -hmm. to my mood and it's like today mm -hmm. I just feel like being Effortless. Effortlessly, like, boy, girly. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> so Jess's Instagram is just thrown on. I'm gonna link it below. If you're looking for some fashion inspiration, um, cool girl, chic, as she said, um, definitely go check it out. And um, next time you see me on, on the ground with my with my tongue to the side, <laughs> you know where that came from. Jess made me do it. So speaking of Instagram, one of the reasons that I love following you is because you're a Christian. You are so bold on your face. Um, and I love that. I think that's really cool. And um, I think you're one of the only like really big creators that I follow who does that. Aww. And so I just want to straight up say thank you for doing that because as you guys know, I'm a Christian, but it's definitely not something I talk about enough. Mm -hmm. um, and I just love how bold you are. So how has that been? Like, what is your journey? Have you got kickback from, from people? Or did your community love that? I mean, are they used to it now? Um, 
I got a not even like a, a little bit, I would say a little bit as in maybe two to three DMs mm -hmm. of just kind of like, you post too much or whatever. But that was it. And this was years ago. Yeah. At this point, I also feel like too, everyone has gotten the point of like, if you don't have anything nice to say, like don't even say it. So yeah, maybe yeah. people think that they just don't tell me, which yeah, is yeah. fine. I don't care. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I did a poll. I ran a couple polls over the last three or four years mm -hmm. of like, are you religious or, you know, are you a Christian, whatever. Mm -hmm. And a good like 70% will always vote yes. So there is definitely an audience, mm -hmm. but I feel like because it's not talked a lot and like, it's not necessarily cool to talk about it. And it's not, you know, like what society pushes. People get scared because they still want to maintain their appearance of like, oh, I'm like, I'm cool and I'm with it. But, you know, and they kind of just like tuck it away. Yeah. And I get it because I was totally like that too. Yeah. But I don't know. I, it, so my mom, it took her 13 years to get pregnant with me and wow. she didn't have me until she was 42. So like before I was born or while I was in the womb, like the entire church like knew who I was because everyone wow. at church was, was like praying for Louise, you know? And my mom was like one of the kind of seniors at the church. Mm -hmm. So everyone always said like, because you're gonna have a kid so late. And this was back in, I don't even know what years, but like, Back then, there was way more higher risk because the technology mm -hmm. was not there. And they also said, oh, your daughter has like a 75, 80% chance of, you know, being born like disabled. So do you still want to go out like through with this? Yeah. And my mom was like, no, no, no. If this happened, like it's meant to be. Yeah, yeah. And like so, a miracle baby. Yeah, a miracle baby. And so a lot of words from like, um, from pastors and whatever was spoke of just like, your daughter is gonna do great things and whatever. So I was always like fed that growing up, but I'm like, oh, whatever. Like you're just telling me these mm -hmm. things. But I, I think like as I've gotten older and like having a platform and just kind of having my whole life circle of like education, work and like everything that I've wanna do in life, it's kind of come full circle. And I yeah. realized like, okay, actually like I do feel like there's some sort of calling for me to just not necessarily be like a preacher, but just share my life journey because mm -hmm. it's very relatable to a lot of people. You know, I grew up in the church and then because like my parents were so strict, I was the only child, Asian upbringing. And because my parents were so high up, I yeah. felt like I wasn't necessarily a pastor's kid or a PK, but it felt like I was a PK. Yeah. So after like in high school, I kind of started rebelling. I wasn't bad, but I was like, I'm just gonna go party and sneak out and do yeah, all yeah. the things like whatever. And then I moved away to college. I went to University of Arizona, which is a party school. And I would just like went balls out. I was like, yeah. whatever, this is so fun. Again, like I, I never made stupid mistakes because I knew in the back of my mind, like don't be dumb, but like have yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, and then I was like, I want nothing to do with church, even though I like still prayed and like would still read my Bible. But I was like, I'm just sick of it. Like mm -hmm. I was forced to go. And then I also like played the drums and the piano for church. And so I never had a weekend off. Like yeah. it was just a lot. And, um, but like, I kind of had to go away from it to like mm -hmm. come back yeah. and 
um, this past weekend at our church, we had this conference and they were saying that a lot of the older generations, they teach truth without love. Mm -hmm. So it's like the Bible says this and blah, blah, blah. And it's almost kind of like a fear-based thing. Like my parents like would- Like judgment. You like judging. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What, right? Yeah, you have this like, this. I feel like there's this overarching thought like as, you know, um, more more religion than, mm -hmm. than Christian. Right, And that's right. what I was saying. It's yes. more about a relationship with yes. God than having that, you know, that religion right. and the rules and like- yeah. Yeah. And then like, and he was saying that that was like our parents kind of generation. And then this new generation teaches a lot of love, but not necessarily truth. Yeah. So love without truth is a lie because yeah. you're not, it's, it's not instilling like the doctrine of the Bible. And so what we as millennials have to do is kind of fuse both yeah. and do teach both truth, but also love. And when I came back and started going back to church, I like finally understood the concept of grace and love and forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, like this is what it has always this, this is what it's about. Yeah, like this is what it's about. This is what it should be. And because I learned that whole new concept, like my whole new like refound journey with him is so exciting and I mm -hmm. love it. And it's not about rules and like, I can't do this and I feel restricted. It's like, how do I be a better person? Like, how can I help others? And it's mm -hmm. not even about me anymore. It's like helping others. And mm -hmm. while I help others, God just like feeds into me automatically because I'm doing what I should be doing. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. It's just, it's such a crazy thing, but it's like, and it's, it's, it's cool to hear that you're excited, you know, yeah. and joyful because yeah. like, you know, when it's not your own faith, but like that was me for a really long time. Like when I, I, I grew up in a Christian, yeah. in a Christian family and my family, we would always go to church, but it's one of those things as well. Like you're, you're always like, you're reading the Bible, you're doing all these things, but you're doing it because your, your family does it, yeah. not because you want to. Right. And it was never like my own faith. Mm -hmm. And then um, I've actually never talked about this on my YouTube, but when I was 13, uh -huh. um, I was like, I did like an exchange year. I came and mm -hmm. lived in um, in California yeah. um, from Australia. So I was living with my cousins over here and I got into a really big car crash and I broke my neck in like in two spots. And the doctor said like, she, she should never be walking again with this break. And I remember like I sat there like talking to the doctor and I was just like, I had this like moment of just like profound, like just like this, the grace that hit me. And I was like, whoa, I was like, I'm blessed. Like mm -hmm. the doctor's like, someone up there is looking out for you because you should not be walking with a break like this. And I was like, like having that moment, especially at such a young age where you realize like, you're like, okay, wow, there's like, there is a purpose for my life. Yeah, yeah. And then it was kind of that point that I started to make it my own faith. Mm -hmm. And then I was really, I realized like how good how good God is. So. so you've been married to Tyler for a number of years now. Mm -hmm. And what advice do you have for fellow Christians who are looking for Mr. or Mrs. Right? Um, what, what advice have you got for us? Okay, so I think, long story boring with like even how we met and everything, um, finding someone who is very aligned with your walk, I feel like is important mm -hmm. because we both had the same goals. We both wanted to like honor the same things and we were kind of in the same place in our lives with our faith and like our actual lifestyles and whatever. So when, one thing we both wanted to do when we started dating was to like honor the whole like abstinence covenant, you know? Wow. So we're like, so I mean, my mom's not gonna listen to this, so it's fine. So like, you know, we did our things and whatever, and then we like took a step back and we're like, you know what? Like, I feel like we should really just do this correctly because it's like one thing that 
is not commonly practiced, I guess. And we're like, because it's such a stronghold, I feel like if we do eliminate it and try to do it correctly, like God will really help like honor our marriage. Yeah. Yeah. So we did that. And then we also, our, our former church at the time had this couples counseling course. Mm -hmm. So it's for serious dating, engaged. Um, If you're married, you can still do it too. But it was really cool because it took out the fear or the negativity of the term counseling. Cause we were like, Oh shoot, are they going to come and judge us? It had nothing to do with that. It was like an eight week course and you just go and he has topics and like just really trying to scrape out all of the gunk to really have a solid foundation for your guys's relationship and marriage going into marriage or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it really tackled like things that happened when we were both young and like even how random people treated us and like things that you never realize are actual like like heavy triggers. Yeah. Triggers and heavy, heavy baggage. And you, you never, you would never associate that with like your partner in marriage, but things that happen to you as a child through other situations really do affect like your trust. Exactly. And like how you view things. And so even talking, so during the courses, like we would hear someone speak and then we would do activities together Mm -hmm. and like it really helped Tyler better understand me and why the way I am instead of being like oh like she's just like this like that's something that I don't like but like she's just just she's needy or she's like exactly understand why why is she acting this way yeah and you know about him mm -hmm, too mm -hmm. so that was really really beneficial Mm -hmm. so we always tell our friends like totally do it don't see it as counseling but just see it as mentorship um because it really helped work out a lot of kinks because he comes from a broken family and then I just I don't have like daddy issues but I don't have until after Tyler and I got married I never really had a relationship with my parents because like Asian culture it's very just I'm the parent you're the child we'll talk about grades but that's really it so I never really and then being the only child I never had siblings to look up to for guidance so I kind of just like navigated my adulthood yeah Yeah. by myself and my parents are older so they're in a whole other generation and they're like immigrants and they worked all the time so I was literally like always by myself so like it was I I guess I had a lot of I had like a chip on my shoulder from that too so wow so I guess summarizing that up is really making sure that you have a good foundation Mm -hmm. because from that you can build anything yes yes for sure I'm a huge advocate for counseling Mm -hmm. I I think it's great I think everybody should do it Um, I really really do just for the fact that it's not even telling like asking for their help and their you know their solution Mm -hmm. sometimes when you're speaking out loud you articulate something and then it kind of just clicks for you yes it really does so I'm a huge advocate for counseling Mm -hmm. you know I think it's I think it's really really great Mm So that is great advice. And look, thank you so much for staying down with us. Course, I really appreciate so it. Guys, I'm going to link her Instagram below. If you're looking for that cool girl chic inspiration, I'll also link her YouTube as well. Um, she's an incredible, incredible person and you definitely are a huge influence to me. So I just want to say thank you for that. You know, I don't look up to a huge amount of influences just because of the culture, but you really are one of them. So I just want to say thank you for that and what you're doing and what you're doing um, and just for sharing your faith and being bold in that because really like you're you're helping a lot more people than you even know. So thank you for that. And thank you for speaking as well about Tyler and that relationship. You guys are definitely couples goals. So 
appreciate it guys don't forget to go check her out she's incredible and i hope you enjoyed this episode um comment below and let us know what you think about it and if you want to see any more fashion tips from her because i think i'm going to try to get her back in and give us some more <laughs> yeah we'll just do like a fashion episode yeah i need, <laughs> random I need tips it for short girls let us know if this is a collab that you need um <laughs> random, random tips for short girls yeah i yeah, like seriously. it seriously thank you guys have a good day bye